0: Support for NPR and the following message come from the Lagunitas Brewing Company, helping bands reach more ears through beers, because the perfect soundtrack for music is a Lagunitas IPA. Hear more at Lagunitas.com. You're connected to All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan. I'm here with Kishi Bashi. I'm here with Robin Hilton, and we are going to play for you today new music from Kishi Bashi. A new record is coming out, and we're excited about that. We're going to do a couple things. We're going to first play one new song for you and then uh we'll come back and we'll talk to uh kay about the new music about the album we're gonna play cuts from the record here and there little bits give you a flavor of what this very different record is is like it's called Sonderlust. and um then we'll take questions too on facebook live so uh, get ready for that think about things that you'd like to know especially about this new music and uh, robin hilton are you ready I was born ready. The song is called Say Yeah. Say Yeah. Here we go. Wow, love the flute, the little flute at the yeah, end, yeah. There, the jazz flute. I, I totally jazz <laughs> yes, flute, indeed. I want to talk a lot about the making of the sounds of the record and so forth, but just in general, like I've listened now through the whole uh, album, uh and hearing that song, the first thing you think of, well, this is different. Um, do you feel that?
1: Yeah, I mean, this this album is a complete departure from like what I've done in the past. Um, you know it's a lot of it's like really personal like a lot of heartbreak and hardship kind of hit me last year and then um, but along I kind of tapped into that and basically made all these songs about the tumultuous journey I had last year
0: like you start to feel these awful things about crazy complications that relationships
1: Mm -hmm. can bring like how does that start to come out for me it's always been about music first you know so uh, i started experimenting a lot i I put my violin down i didn't kill my violin but you know i put it this just uh, in (laughs) not i I, I dropped it off at the shelter and no but anyways (laughs) it's like uh i started off like trying to make an orchestral album like what i thought i was good at you know and then I, i i just didn't have anything in me so i started experimenting with a lot of samples and loops and stuff that like I didn't know how my fans would react to, you know, I was like, I, I was thinking like I would make an album for for my fans and like people, you know, but then I was, it didn't really. But the records, up, I mean, your records
0: have been about loops and and that kind of experimenting, yeah, it's, no?
1: Yeah, it's kind of, a, a, but it's pretty electronic though, and I wanted like this, a lot of funky elements in it and like a lot of uh, real musicians playing.
0: Right, so this isn't simply sitting and, and hearing you play on top of yourself. That, yeah, yeah. Let, let's let's cool. talk about what was in in, in that song. It sounded like there was more than one string. <laughs> there was. One. I got.
2: I actually got a observant, sweet, right, Rob? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good one, Bob. That's, thanks, that's why you make the medium. Yeah, balls. at least
1: two. Yeah. Uh, there were so, strings on them. No, I got, I got. I got a whole string section. Like yeah, I recorded them in, in L.A. Some Hollywood strings. Really? Yeah. And were you the one who scored
0: the strings? Scored, or had, yeah, I. Yeah,
1: it's, uh, I uh, self-score. Right. Yeah, I hired an arranger. Me. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, I got. I got this really great string section. You know, um, and they kind of. It's. It's such a luxury. They're like, aren't you going to play? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm just going to wow. conduct and just listen. And- is that
2: okay. is that part of your strategy for sort of getting out of your own head to turn it over to somebody else like that?
1: Well, when these people like these people just play on movies like all day long, so it's like they're playing in the upper stratospheres, and that's like they have the level that. I don't play violin like every day. I'm just like I'm gardening and like doing other things. You know? yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like it's hard to play violin and garden. garden well, yeah. I just mean
2: you normally you would you'd loop and layer your own your own performance and
1: yeah. I think this time around because the strings are the last thing I recorded, so yeah. I made the music first, and if it needed strings, I added it. But I didn't feel like I needed to put strings on it initially. Like I put the drums and the bass down and all the keyboards and stuff first
0: but when you say you put it down there's a band playing here right oh yeah so yeah. let's talk about where oh. you recorded this who okay. you recorded this with that kind well, of
1: well uh, so I recorded I started off by myself and then I went to LA with like these demos pretty much uh, I work with this guy Chris Taylor from Grizzly Bear yeah and he put and it there's to, a guy, yeah. this guy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this uh he's a great you know he's a great producer so it's, it's great to bounce you know ideas off of and make sure make sure I'm going in the right in the right track you know and then he helped me get the string section together uh put this 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 guy drummer matt chamberlain who's this uh kind of legendary studio drummer indeed um and he's a friend of mine actually so he squeezed me he squeezed it people squeeze him on, on, on like fiona apple records maybe or yeah. uh, uh brad meldow albums yeah, yeah. like it, it, he's basically he's, a, he's just this incredible drummer that just like uh uh where the groove is never an issue. It's like, there's no performance issues. Yeah. He just records it and you just tell him, maybe I need a fill in this bar, and then you do this and it's, and he'll, wow. it's fine. And then I, I recently heard that he actually likes the album, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> so did he, lay, did he lay down a lot of the rhythms without really knowing what the rest of the song was going to be like? Um, then? No, we, I had like programmed drums. Like I programmed like yeah. a lot of drums yeah. and then he's just replacing that stuff, but with incredible feel yeah just complete professionalism so and uh yeah so i had i had these great musicians like all over the album and i didn't play that much i played a lot of the, some of the keyboards and some of the other effects did all the vocals you know that's interesting so People.
2: Well, I was just thinking. I'm, I'm thinking back to the moment you come into the studio, and you're like, "Well, time to make some more orchestral pop." Yes. <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> yeah, you and that's, you and that's you, what you, I, yeah, yeah that's and what you find. Uh, you,
1: well, I guess you'd call it writer's block, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I hit a I hit a real block because I was so burnt out from touring last year, and I had like all these crazy things going on with my life that I really just didn't have anything. So, so I guess what I was wondering is how do you how do you dig yourself
2: out of that? You you're standing on the edge of this cliff. Creatively, you know, how do you
1: throw yourself a rope? Well, uh, it was kind of tough. You know, I took a vacation. I took my computer with me. I took my violin with me. I tried to set set myself up in like a nice place. Just like really nothing. And until I started realizing that, um, I was I started using a software called Ableton Live, which mm-hmm. a lot of people use. It's like a lot of dance producers use it too. And I, I really got into like these sounds. And that was actually that's when I decided that the orchestral route is just like something that's just not coming out of me now so i'm just going to go and just make music that's fun for me and i'm excited about it. and that sounds fresh to me so that's mm-hmm. basically how this album came about and I it mean, came up really quickly too like 2 months
0: often the difference between for folks who don't use music software but mostly until ableton live and a few other programs making music using software entailed basically you lay, usually would lay some kind of rhythm down and often would be some drum machiney thing. And then yeah. you'd play on top of it, literally, all very linear. Mm-hmm. And then you'd lay another part down, all very linear. And what Ableton does is just throws all of that up in the air and makes you think about music in little, sort of, I think, of, in terms of chunks. Like, I'll do this little chunk that... Well, you could call it a chorus or a verse or something, but it could be just a rhythm that repeats, 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 changes, repeats.
1: Yeah, and it, it's really, it's really great in in creating like ideas really quickly, and mm-hmm. also samples like a lot. So basically, uh, what I'm saying is that I was able to create like these really exciting sounds that I, that in turn inspired me to write songs over them, and that's the direction that I started with. And once I once I determined that I'm not going the orchestral pop route, that's when it really started to flow, and I was like free to yeah. just kind of just do whatever I want ableton also lets
2: you play uh samples as though they're you're playing an instrument right i mean you can trigger them as though you were you're turning the samples themselves into an yeah, instrument yeah you can then, you can
1: throw them into the sampler really quick you can pitch shift them and you know so yeah, lots a, of effects and, so there's a, there's a lot of songs on this album where it just starts with stu- like sounds i just created play? pick one pick one um like do you like know any f- of the, the yeah, titles like, of you t- your songs <laughs> <laughs> like the like the first one like a yeah. lover a lover okay so yeah, so that's like that sound in the beginning. And this is you can hear the loop. Yeah. There. There. Well, actually, there. there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's kind of, yeah.
3: Would you be everything I wanted in an a lover and an accomplice? Could you be her? Would you feel together an inebriated enabling of a fable we were never meant to be but together? some vestiges of virtue would you feel pity for the masses we were adding and subtracting with scandals that we made together
0: There, obviously, it's your voice. I don't know how many of you are are, are, are on there right there. I had clones. Yeah. How many how, how many layers of voicing do you think you did on that? Oh, uh, I usually do like five or six usually. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then uh, you were explaining, Robin and I, how you took little loops and vocal samples and all sorts of stuff,
1: chopping yeah. them up. Yeah. Yeah. So like a lot of the the. The strange child voices in there, and it's all chopped up. And same with that loop. Is that your daughter? That's my, that's my wife. Actually, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And then you pitch shifted. yeah, pitch shifted. Yeah. 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 So I'm into like creating like weird sounds, you know, or just if it sounds good to me, it doesn't matter. Like if you can't identify it or not.
0: Do you think about, like, okay, I've made this complicated thing. How am I ever,
1: ever going to do this
0: in a concert?
1: Uh, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think about that <laughs> all the time. That's why you're not sleeping. That's why. <laughs> Actually, yeah, sometimes I'll figure out it. It's like, if, if, are people going to miss this sound if I don't play it? And right. then, and if it's yes, then I'll try and have it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I, I feel like most people probably won't know. So the core of the song is the most important. I think yeah, as long as I can <laughs> feel like I can, I can translate that. And I've already toured... A little bit on half of the album already you know I did some shows so it's sounding pretty good
2: we're taking questions from listeners on the Facebook page uh, so if you have a question write it there and we'll try to get to it but uh, there have been a number of questions about where you draw inspiration from uh, when you're when you're starting a song and one thing that I thought as I was listening to you talk about this record is uh, remember when we were talking Paul McCartney talked about where how where he gets ideas and then he said he thinks a lot of people now because of the technology start with the technology and you just start playing around with all the th- the little sounds and things you can do and that leads you into directions is that a starting point for you or, or what would you say is
1: oh yeah definitely I think like even with like with this album I was saying like I was inspired by the sounds that I was making that, you know in my previous albums I was still like experimenting with my violin and the loops and stuff like that and that's really what inspired the song it's a, a rarely will i be just strumming a guitar or playing piano actually sometimes i don't know sometimes it just depends i keep a lot of instruments around the house so i can just pick something up and if i'm hungover or whatever you know you never know when like oh this kind of sounds nice and then you that could be the next you know a song on your album
0: do you uh, do you have the rule of if? Uh, I'm not going to... Like, it's late at night. I'll remember it in the morning. And if you don't remember in the morning, then it wasn't worth remembering or... or no,
1: because no. I always f- I forget everything. So I always record it you on do. my... Voice. <laughs> yeah. You do it on your phone or something. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. A, yeah. Wait, do some what's people... Your, what's your people method? Re- oh, just voice voice recorder. <laughs> yeah, voice yeah. recorder from your phone. Yeah. I also walk around... Sometimes, like, I walk around... Um, like, my last album, I remember... I think I was, I was at a TED med like a ted talk and i had so much time you know i'd go see a a pretty interesting lecture and then then i just walk around and then kind of record ideas i had just like beatboxing into the thing and that Mm -hmm. became like a few songs and i'd listen to it later um so i had a lot of sessions like that a lot of times i'll do like 30 minute i'll do a timer so if i have an idea i'll work on it for 30 minutes and just start another you time box it is that what it's called? Yeah. Well, I hear <laughs> that phrase. a <She's> lot. <laughs> What's hot, hot boxing? What's time hot boxing. boxing? So My wife's was, a project yeah, manager, so right, right. she'll, she'll say, time we're going
2: to time box this. I think all that means is we'll set a, set set a timer. Yeah, set it's a, a, oh, okay. So it's in, it's interesting the time box. It's interesting <laughs> what happens when you set limitations for yourself, right? I mean, so, setting the timer's a form of a limited palette, right?
1: I it mean, also, it also keeps you, like, energized about it because if it's, like, if you keep beating something over for hours and hours, it's just going to, like, tire you out. Right, and, yeah. And if it's inspiration you need, it's, like, you need to have a fresh mind, I think. You, know, yeah. you, need, you need to be energized to some extent.
0: We got a question from, uh, I think it's Ramen, uh, R-A-M-I-N, who <laughs> Ra- wants to... Ramen? The, the what, food? No, no, okay. uh, that B E N But th- oh. they wanted to know, like, especially when you do this sort of densely layered stuff, basically... Uh, how do you know when it's done i think is bit the, the, uh, the gist of the question here how
1: the how do i know when it's done versus
0: needing like one other layer or uh, i mean i always had i've always had the problem of my music being too dense it's, do you work with somebody who says uh, that's enough our time is up today okay. say, like a psychiatrist <laughs> well i don't uh, anyone in the studio help you out well, you can go wherever you want
1: um i no, i mean i usually i'll i'll come back to it like the next day and usually, that's usually like I'll get, I'll get a night's rest and I'll come back to it and I'll listen and I'll be like, oh, that's too, that's crazy. Fresh you know? ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fresh but you ears. don't like working with an, another either producer uh, well, or somebody I'm, another I, voice. I mean, Chris no. Taylor was was good at like telling me he's like that's that song's crazy, but I ended up putting it on the album anyways. <laughs> <But> <laughs> uh, when you add another layer, do you yeah. feel better, worse, or about the same? <laughs> um, better, worse. <laughs> uh, well, I I feel like um, because I can handle the density like you know i'm an analytical person you know um so th- the other thing that i i like is that if i'll add layers and i'll subtract different layers and see if something new mm, pops if, uh, out. because of the the unique combination of two you know two musical ideas that were not intentionally written together you know so sometimes like stuff that like that happens that's why i tend to go
0: dense or speaking of dense eric if we could just sort of scoot that little album cover back around to the camera uh, and for those of you now listening to the podcast, uh, you can see the picture of the album cover online. That is a dense little thing. What's going on here? Who oh, did
1: it? Well, the artist is a, this Korean artist. Uh, Describe what you did here. Uh, th- it's actually a beautiful stitch work. It's a stitch art. It's like a needle point. I think it's ne- a needle of some cross, t- yeah. or cross stitch. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm um, not really sure. I haven't so this is a seen. photograph of something that's physical. It's, yeah. This is like a gallery piece, wow. you know, and uh, this artist um, was actually the art director at my label found it for me. And, and he's like, this is really kind of crazy and beautiful and, and intricate. The, and it's playful too, because it, it, the little, there's like a bunch of little guys, you know, floating around in what looks like, I guess some kind of subterranean hell. Can everybody <laughs> but, see that? Oh, the little, um, the little white figures, yeah. the little white. But it's a really beautiful, like, kind of hell. I don't know. I, I see it as kind of uh, underground and subterranean, but there's a lot of complexity, and there's a lot of story in it too. Mm-hmm. You, and it's, so it was kind of perfect for what I was going for because I've got, I'm complicated too, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so.
0: Can you uh, can you talk about the title of the record? Maybe it'll help us understand a
1: little bit about the complications. Sure. So. so Sonderlust is, uh, it's a neologism, it's a new word based on another new word called Sonder. And Sonder is, uh, is a word created by this guy, John Koenig, from this, uh, he's a, it's a series of words that he's created. And he's created these amazing videos that I got really attached to like last year. It's called the Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows. Huh and uh, he's created these beautiful words and that, that look like they might be from different languages to describe things that don't exist in the English language, so. So what did sonder? So sonder means, it's, I um, have the definition, it's like the realization that each uh, person or random person, like somebody you may not know, actually has a life. As rich and as complicated as you do yourself. So God. like, so you
0: walk down the street, and each person walking by yeah. you is this complicated human with so many. Yeah, like just as
1: yeah, who has this whole universe around Baggage, him. yeah, yeah, around him that you would not. Re- but the realization that there's all these like micro connections, you know, in the world, and just kind of. Just a different worldview. It's that that's what Saunders is. Saunders. I, I might have to stay in tonight. And think just about that. Think. But, but where's the lust? All those stand? shows. The, the lust is, I guess, the desire the, to to really and maybe to connect, connect with all those. Yeah, connect and kind of feel oh. a part of like this larger, uh, complex universe that you've just uh, discovered. I, I've always thought of myself as simple but happy.
2: Mm. Mm. This, would, this Okay, so would be when the opposite. when everybody <laughs> walks
0: by Robin, I just see. Uh, it's, no, there's yeah. no sounder. What is this flat, flat line? Flat, <laughs> flat line. <laughs> no, I want. I
2: want to hear more music. Let's go. Sure. Let's go <laughs> forget, forget about this depressing. Uh, can
0: Could we play? Um, hey, big star. Sure. Oh, that's a good one. Let's do that.
3: Or say, like, I'm on like chroma,
2: a chroma key, you know, like <laughs> clouds flying through the clouds. I the it's hip old...
0: monk logo and. The... Anyway.
1: Everyone knows
2: chroma key, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know what that is. I, I, I thought know. this was this record. Listening to it, and and uh, certainly with this song, I, I just this record felt so '70s to me, like part disco, part I don't know, soft rock, yacht rock, part like I don't know. There oh, were wow. The, there were yeah, moments. How many
0: knives did just?
2: No, no.
3: <laughs> no, no, no <laughs> I mean, I love, none I of those you're, you're things okay are, with are bad. <laughs> <laughs> You well
1: know. no, I, I I love the seventies, you know. Can you can you I, hand me the cable? <laughs> I, this is, NPO. <laughs> this is, Oops. Keep, this is how keep we do it. This is how we do our show. We we asked we when have, we
0: moved into the new building for a, a new cable if we could, not get two, cables, but, but yeah, they're optical, so they're they're almost twelve dollars, I think. But it made me think of of, uh, of a song and uh you tell me if this is if this is right or not.
3: Oh a little ELO? Yeah. Yeah, I love yellow. Yeah, that, Oh, you gotta wait for the
2: for the yeah. harmonies it's to kick magic. in here. You me yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's not a
0: bad thing.
3: Higher higher, no, it's a living thing. Baby. Yeah.
0: Everybody. It's
3: yeah. A living
1: thing. I love this one. Yeah. So, well, I, uh, I mean, I, you know, I love it. El- Elo <laughs> its kind of the model of all my albums, actually. Would you uh,
0: would you ever want to try to work with someone like Jeff Lynn?
1: Would that uh, be cool? I actually like, met
0: him
2: once.
1: I met him once. And? and was he, a love at first sight? He was really cool. Did and he say,
2: please stop
0: listening to my music? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because he showed up at his door at
1: 3 in the morning. That, yeah, yeah. He didn't he tell that part of the story. Yeah, no, he's, I don't know. He's a. He's kind of like a, he's like in another world, I think. Yeah. I, um, I'd like to meet him again after, you know. But, yeah, he's a... Just like those albums are just with the strings and the acoustic guitars and just the great songwriting and his, his voice is incredible. You know, it's it's always been kind of like that, and Pink Floyd have been like kind of like the boundaries. Oh. I always. That's so funny that you said that because the, <laughs> the you, other up the about? other song the other song I thought
0: of um, uh, this is from uh, Obscured by Clouds.
3: Oh yeah. Is your I can hear
0: that. <laughs> If I play um, some of the grooves, the groove. Yeah.
3: Kind
0: of. This is uh this is
3: Kishi. Uh, oh yeah. This is. Uh,
0: so I've just gone from Pink Floyd to Kishi Bashi. This is, now they're gonna uh, you awesome. kill? <laughs> Wait a minute. Which one is that? That's Who'd You Kill? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Sounds, and I love that because sound like Gilmore because there's there's stuff. Well, you tell me, but. When you make music, uh, I think there are not that many people who go and say, I'm going to make a song just like this. But when you absorb music for so many years and then have the ability to make music, the stuff just comes out and it feels comfortable. So you might head that way. But you tell me, for you, you hear those two things, both uh, from the 1970s, one earlier than the other, but... Is yeah. there something when you make music that feels like comfort food or, or whatever?
1: Yeah. I mean, well, with this album, I, I kind of push my vocals in ways that I wouldn't – that I didn't feel comfortable. You know, a little R&B. Did you sit on something like, to get to to, your voice <laughs> so damn high? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm always sitting on something. But uh, uh just kind of like more soulful. Singing. You know, I love like like Donny Hathaway and Stevie Wonder. And I was like – so I went back to my church roots. Wow. Not uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my non-denominational <laughs> church roots. But actually, that song, if you want to play the beginning of that song, it's it's a good example. That one started as, like, I kind of, like, um, I was like, man, I want a drum fill, and I want this big hit, and then I want it to go into a groove. Oh, cool. So uh,
0: let's play this, uh, this cut, Who'd You Kill?, to hear the bass thing at the end there, Robin? Yeah, Scooch to the last 30 seconds. Scooch is a technical. Term, sco- you uh,
3: you
1: may not know this. Yeah, yeah, scooch. scosh, Scooch it to Scooch. There
3: you go.
1: Oh, yeah. That's bass, I guess. Yeah. Is that you? No, that's uh, this guy, Bram. Bram in, in store. Great bass player.
0: Uh-huh. So, why don't nice. we talk about who. We got we Matt's on the Matt. Um, Matt Chamberlain is on the drums. Yeah, Bram uh, Instore
1: is on. Uh, in score, yeah.
0: And anybody from of Montreal who you've worked with? Oh, a bunch? Kevin.
1: Uh, Kevin was playing a little. Oh, bit Kevin of Oh, Kevin Barnes is on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And yeah what's we, he doing? He was playing bass on Big Star, the second bass, the higher bass. Very cool. He's got that signature. bass. one
2: of, one of the listeners asks when you work with Kevin Barnes, would you say <laughs> that you influence each other? Both your works are are so layered and dense in different ways.
1: Uh, I don't know if I influence. Uh, we share babysitters and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> do uh, sleepover swaps with our kids. <laughs> yeah. but uh, he, You have to take something away from that experience. Oh, no, no, he with. he definitely – he's uh, he really helped me kind of, like, develop my sound, like, early on. He really pushed me, like, to, to do something new. And he's also, like, the consummate artist. Like, he's always about provoking or, like, evolving, you know, things that I – no, tend to not really well
0: that's a know. job of a producer that's why i ask if you yeah. ever want to work because they're the ones that push you in ways you wouldn't normally want to go and i thought uh, okay. maybe you did work with someone here because the sound is so different but mm, it, i think you, it, it, it provoked was, myself yeah provoked yourself <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, someone uh chase wanted to know uh, if there are any uh, reoccurring themes uh, listeners should pay attention to when they listen to uh um, yeah i guess
1: it, it's a, it's kind of like this uh this album that i wrote in a really tumultuous time in my personal life you know so there's a lot of like love and loss and if you look at, if you listen to the album there's a, there's a whole arc to there's a whole story of like of a of a relationship <laughs> gone um uh, in many directions yeah uh-huh. so
0: how does that play out literally in music for you i mean you know you understand music theory mm-hmm. yeah so well uh, i mean Are there things that you like inner musical jokes that are happening that create, or things that you're doing to purposely create tension? Is it, in other words, is it a literal thing? You're feeling this turmoil in you. This music doesn't particularly sound like it's turmoil, maybe in lyrically it is, but it really kind of is upbeat and poppy for a a lot of it.
1: Well, um, I mean, some of it's kind of dark and angry, and you know, like musically, you kill oh yeah they're, ch- ch- they're, well that one okay fine yeah. so what, that's one <laughs> just yeah kidding. I mean there's a lot of sadness there's that it. <laughs> I mean some but, of it's um, like the song Ode are you gonna play more songs Well, there's one called like Ode to My Next Life there's like that one's like kind of ang- kind of crazy and <laughs> angular you know um, but a lot of it uh, I don't really know how to emote musically it's just uh, it's a marriage like when I put the words with the music and a- as an afterthought you know when I an- analyze it later you know, like the next day, that's mm-hmm. when I'm like, okay, this is working. This is not. Or I've successively, successfully tapped into th- to this feeling. You know, it's something that I, I can see afterwards. It's not something I can create on the spot.
0: Interesting.
2: We want to get through a few more sure. listener questions. Um, and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, Jacqueline writes, my friend heard the last track and said, are you watching a movie? I think a lot <laughs> of your music has a cinematic feel and scope and emotion. How do visual elements
1: inspire your song craft? Uh... Uh, yeah, visuals, well, sometimes they inspire me, but for the most part, I'm, like, pure music. And then, uh, but I do have, like, I have, like, some songs in the past I have looked at visuals mm-hmm. to, to score to, you know, uh, to make music to. Uh, I think the the orchestral part kind of makes it sound like it might be for a movie, but. I was thinking 70s cop drama. I'm cop telling you, man, tra- <laughs> when I was <laughs> listening <laughs> to this
2: record, I was like, 70s, this is so 70s. But you you do scoring though you you
1: also yeah. work on films yeah and, I'm working on this, uh, just while finishing up this big snowboard movie right now uh, that's coming out it's, do you snowboard at all like uh, you... I will a lot more now <laughs> really well they're gonna say pay them in free lessons, free lessons. <laughs> 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 no I love snowboarding but it's uh, it's a little too dangerous sometimes for me like yeah. what I try and do and what I can't I try and do stuff I can't handle
0: and then yeah. you'd hurt that arm and then you couldn't yeah, play the yep
1: it's, yeah, it's just
0: not worth it so you, you have you insured yeah. your arm? I don't know. Should I? Who insures their arm? Joshua
1: <laughs> Bell or <laughs> something? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh,
0: I do Where else you want to go? Let's
2: see. Um, what, what are the questions from our listeners here? Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Brian wants to know if you meditate and if that informs your writing process.
1: Ooh. Uh, I don't personally meditate, but I do things that might be like meditation. <laughs> <laughs> like sitting in my bed, staring at staring, the ceiling. Staring into the middle distance. Is that, and, yeah. Yeah, that, that can count for something. I do try and clear my head. I try and get bored, actually, and that's where a lot of, um, from boredom is born uh, a lot of inspiration, actually, for me. That's... that's I, I, yeah, I find it's important to give,
2: I mean, w- even, maybe if, even if you don't have a mantra or something mm-hmm. like that, but d- we're just constantly bombarded by by sound and noise, mm-hmm. and it's so important to give your brain
1: some silent space yeah, and it's like like I when I'm working on music, I take off all my apps on my phone. And oh, I try and leave my phone in perfect. the house, you know, like that kind of stuff. Wow. Because it's just, there's no, it doesn't really benefit you to be connected to the internet if you're trying to be creative. I don't think, but there's crazy youtube video or like in, i'm on instagram like looking at crazy stuff all the time i'm in some i'm in some weird russian hole right
0: <laughs> well, tell us more so people can go look what, 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 i just what, follow, look at follow, who i'm follow, following follow. i'm on instagram okay it's
1: like just crazy okay. russian uh, like uh, there's all these big cra- stuff's crazy in Russia. awesome
0: uh do you want to go out and play a little bit of a song? If we, if there's a song on here that we haven't sort of gotten to that you want to oh. hear a little, we should hear a little bit
1: of? Um, I don't know. The last one, last song's kind of interesting, Honey, okay. Bo- Honey it's, okay. cute. it's cute. Excellent. And
0: you're going to start to tour this record?
1: Yes. I will be. I have a big tour, actually, in end of starting end of September, going to all over all markets. Fabulous. Coming to a theater near you. But if you I don't come to your town... Next, I'll come there next
0: time <laughs> I was trying ta- I was thinking about the time All the first markets. the first time both Robin and I saw you which was a, a uh, masonic not masonic, masonic temple Temples.
2: scottish rite scottish rite oh, yeah. temple, temple
0: in in Austin there yeah. were you know a handful of people uh there we'll, we'll we'll give it the benefit of the doubt say there were 40 people there and uh sorry man that feels yes. ambitious how long yes. ago is that i was going to say 20. So <laughs> four, four years ago five yeah, years
1: probably ago tw- five years yeah ago. 2011
0: i think is when we first yeah. heard your music it's really different now you're playing in what size venues these days
1: yeah it'll probably be between i don't know from 500 to 1500 so probably. 930 club ish so, yeah like in, that kind of yeah vibe. that's yeah.
0: fantastic uh, that's yeah. that's a nice size space well done they sound good we're really happy for you
1: Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. No, so thanks I, I, I owe a lot to you guys. So thanks.
0: Our pleasure. So let's go out on uh, this from Kishibashi, a song called Honeybody from the album Sonderlust. That's the break. Thanks everybody. Thanks, thanks. for NPR Music. It's all songs considered.
3: Hey, you honey body, when you coming out for gameplay, I like got my checkers out, chess, part, cheese it. Oh, yeah, honey body, you make me want to play with you. Even if you wanna bring your dice, I'll be real nice. Six sided, dodecahedron, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, honey body, you make me want to stay.
0: Thanks for listening. Check out all of NPR's podcasts at npr.org/podcasts, including 8 of the country's top 20 podcasts according to
3: Podtracks podcast metrics. That's npr.org/podcasts.